Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. Oncology care model, other alternative payment models timelines extended due to COVID-19, racial disparities shift in observation status in hospital admissions for avoidable conditions, and a study finds nonprofit hospitals did not direct Medicaid expansion savings into communities. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care. I'm Matthew Gavidia. This week, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation, or CMMI, extended the Oncology Care Model, or OCM, for a year and granted flexibility for timelines on other alternative payment models due to the havoc created by COVID-19. The year-long extension of the OCM is newsworthy for what will apparently not happen. CMMI unveiled a possible successor plan, Oncology Care First, or OCF, that was set to take effect January 1, 2021. OCM will extend for a year through June 2022. The announcement does not mention the OCF and reports changes to financial modeling that include an option for OCM practices to forego upside and downside risk for performance periods affected by the pandemic, defined in the document as a public health emergency, for practices that stay in one or two-sided risks during performance periods affected by the pandemic, any episodes of care affected by COVID-19 can be removed from reconciliation for those periods. The adjustments also cover several high-profile alternative payment models and vary from no change to the bundled payment for care improvement advance program to the decision to extend year 5 of the Comprehensive Care for Joint Replacement Program through March 2021. CMS Administrator Seema Verma announced the update in a blog post in Health Affairs, saying that while healthcare transformation has made great strides, when it comes to a pandemic of the proportion we're now experiencing as part of ensuring that value-based payments are sustainable, the models must be adjustable to address the uniqueness of the current situation. For more, visit AJMC.com. Being admitted to a hospital for something that might have been avoided is sometimes used as a marker for the presence of quality primary care in a patient's life. Compared with whites, racial and ethnic minorities have much higher rates of potentially avoidable hospitalizations, and blacks are less likely than whites to have a source of usual primary care. A study released this week used national Medicare data to try and understand disparities between black and white patients in avoidable hospitalizations for ambulatory care-sensitive conditions. Writing in the June issue of Health Affairs, the researchers found that upon first look, it did appear that the gap between black and white patients had begun to narrow. However, further analysis showed that black patients were being coded as admitted under observation status at a higher rate over time than white patients. While avoidable hospitalizations due to chronic conditions that respond to outpatient care decreased, there was an increase in the gap of avoidable observation stays. The authors said that suggests that circumstances in ambulatory care settings did not change. Rather, it seems that an increase in switches to observation status appeared to be creating a reduction in racial disparities in avoidable hospitalizations. The researchers noted that it is unknown why black Medicare beneficiaries were more likely to be switched to observation status but the change has a negative financial impact on these patients. For more, visit AGMC.com. According to a study published in JAMA Network Open, Medicaid expansion was associated with a decrease in nonprofit hospitals' burden of providing uncompensated care. However, hospitals did not redirect this financial relief towards spending on additional community benefits. Initially, Medicaid expansion was expected to alleviate some nonprofit hospitals' financial stress as it would provide revenue via Medicaid reimbursements from patients previously receiving uncompensated care. 
But to maintain their tax exempt status, nonprofit hospitals have to demonstrate they engage with communities by providing benefits and improving overall health. In a cohort study, researchers used a difference in differences analysis to determine if Medicaid expansion was associated with changes in nonprofit hospital spending on community benefits. Using hospital characteristics collected from the American Hospital Association, the researchers found direct community expenditures remained more stable in small, non-urban hospitals compared with large and urban hospitals. However, large urban hospitals experienced the greatest net gains from expansion. The researchers hypothesized one reason for the decline in community-directed spending in the current study may be that sophisticated hospitals capitalize on the influx of Medicaid patients and the gap between Medicaid reimbursements and hospital charges to enhance the appearance of total community benefit spending. Clearer enforceable requirements for community-directed benefit spending alongside stronger financial incentives for population health through alternative payment models might increase nonprofit hospitals' direct investments in their communities, the researchers conclude. For more, visit AGMC.com. This past weekend, the American Society of Clinical Oncology, or ASCO, presented its 2020 annual meeting in a virtual format. AJMC.com provided full coverage of the virtual meeting, which took place May 29th to the 31st. Highlights included an exclusive interview with Dr. Melissa Johnson on the Cityscape trial, outgoing ASCO President Dr. Howard A. Skip Burris notes in his opening address the importance of patient involvement to accelerate progress in oncology, access to quality cancer care improves survival under the ACA. For full conference coverage, visit AJMC.com. And now we bring you our paper of the week, which looks back at some of the most important papers over the past 25 years of the American Journal of Managed Care and why they matter today. As the oncology care model and other alternative payment models are extended amid the COVID-19 pandemic, this week's 2018 paper provided an overview of alternative payment models and how leading national organizations are involved with linking quality improvement initiatives and payment reform. Researchers highlight that as quality linked to payment reform has gained momentum and is being mandated at the national level, it is imperative to rapidly implement more real-world applications of quality initiatives linked to oncology-specific alternative payment models and the educational framework needed to support them. For the paper, visit AGMC.com. For all of us at AGMC, I'm Matthew Gavidia. Thanks for joining us. To learn more about any of the stories in this podcast, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, you can email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.